When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer looking at Billy Bones. A pound of Gigano. West Ham Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Season 7, episode 35. The weeks and the episodes are just flying by. Uh, We're recording on a Tuesday this week, and we welcome back not-so-grumpy John. Um, He's going to be inspirational. He's going to be an optimist. Good evening, John. What are you doing, and where are you? I'm at home talking to you in this fine evening in my loft. And the reason it all flies by so quickly is it always goes fast when you're enjoying yourself, doesn't it? Great. That's why our season's gone by so quickly. Also back, um, on time and non-sweary, is uh, <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> Where are you? What are you up to? I'm in my shed. I was just, I was just wondering now, like Optimist, I thought they made glasses, yeah. didn't they? Mm. <laughs> yeah very funny very funny we're getting the jokes off uh early i see there nigel instead of swearing um, so anyway you're you're with us sean so how are you i'm i've <laughs> I, i've actually i'm i've been suffering from uh food poisoning actually i went to little hampton oh, yeah. on um <laughs> On Saturday with the kids. Enough about that. Uh, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to name the restaurant at the moment because it's under legal proceedings. He's always I had, a ro- I had a rotisserie chicken on, on Saturday, and uh, by Sunday morning, um, sort of six five six o'clock in the morning, um, I was in serious trouble <laughs> with food poisoning, and uh, and I've been off work for a couple of days. I'm only just feeling good, you know, right enough this morning to go back to work tomorrow. Um, but yeah, a, a not very pleasant um, 48 hours, to be perfectly honest with you. I won't go into detail. Um, but I had also, and I've never had this with food poisoning, I had a rash from my from my head to my toe, an allergic reaction on my skin. Well, and your little Hampton. 
Yeah, no, no, no. My little Hampton was uh, <laughs> was unscathed. Anyway, it's not a medical podcast. I do apologise if you're eating your dinner or anything or your breakfast. So, so or lunch. you didn't have Sam and Ella poisoning then? Yeah, I did um, like your salmonella poisoning. Yeah, it, since it is chicken, and I've done a bit of research on this, it probably was salmonella poisoning. Uh, we won't go into how you poisoned your son, Nigel. Oh, um, dear. That's... <laughs> did anyone ask you about uh, Trevor Brookin from last week, by the way, Nigel? No. Did anyone? Tap you no. Good, good. All right. We got away with So we did get away with so, not mentioning it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we had a game against the mighty Arsenal. Did any of us go to the Emirates? No, 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 no. We didn't. Uh, but we all watched it, did we? Yes. In the long run, yes, I did. All right. Who wants to go first? Um, Nigel, you go first. Nigel, tell us about your wonderful experience watching West Ham versus Arsenal at the Emirates. Um, I didn't think we played that bad, to be honest. The scoreline for me flattered Arsenal big time. I was watching the game thinking, Lacazette looks ordinary, you know, considering we were after him. Uh, and he just didn't look up to it for me, and he hasn't for, for what I've seen of him. But then all of a sudden, we self-combust like we have a tendency to do in the last eight minutes. And as a goalkeeper, I'll defend Joe Hart. I don't think the goals were his fault. Definitely, I'm not going to sort a Declan Rice. Mistakes happen. And, and that's an inexperienced mistake. Ducking is a bad thing to do in front of a goalkeeper because it totally throws them off, no matter how good. Totally throws them off. What They think you're going to clear it and they're prepared for it to flick off your head. If you duck... It, it does throw them out. So, and then from then on, it was just, you know, they, they Arsenal were good at that. They, they'll rack up a score in the last five minutes. And it showed with Lacazette. I mean, Lacazette was on an hat trick, for Christ's sake, and he could have done it in a minute. But mm. apart from that, I wasn't, I was disappointed with the score line, but I thought, no, do you know what? I've seen worse performances than that at the Emirates. I, I, I've been there for a 5 1 under Allardyce when we went 1 0 up. So it's, you know, I've, well, we've always seen worse, haven't we? So, but I, I was optimistic before the game. I thought Moyes got the tactics, actually. A lot of people might have been upset he, he didn't make changes, but, but the tactics he played against Arsenal was right, but it was wrong against Stoke at home. Yeah, so, that's a, I agree. So, and you can show that, bring them on. He could have brought Carroll on earlier, but, you know, hey-ho, he didn't. So, Well, we'll come, we'll come back to David Moyes later. John? What have you got to add? I know you were on and off watching it. I I did watch it. I was out doing stuff, but I recorded it and I managed to start it. Oh, yeah, of course you did. Yeah. I started it at half time and sort of I watched it, obviously, half, half through the, when it finished. So without watching the result. Um, yeah, I mean, we I agree. We were set up right for Arsenal. It's questionable about uh, Fernandez. He just doesn't seem to warrant his place. But then... No, the, I suppose the alternative would have been Lanzini and did he want to go that attacking? Clearly not. Um, I think um, I would say that 
we we were we done well for the first half. It was pretty boring first half, and we managed to contain them. And but yeah, you know, the fact that we fell apart at the end, I think it was just the fact that Arnautovic always looks unfit. He looks unfit so early on during the game. Every time anything happens to him, he starts hobbling around, holding his shins and his knees, and you know, just his way. I just sort of think that you know they they wore us down, and we looked sort of worn out, to be honest, chasing the ball. But the thing with Declan Rice, never duck in a box, but you know, that's a mistake. And apart from that, yeah, it was just a, another capitulation at the end that is a bit worrying. It's a bit, a bit more of the same. We've seen it before, haven't we? So, but yeah, you know, that's that. That was Arsenal. You know, we didn't go there thinking we were going to win, did we? We all know no. that our chance to get points was the game before at Stoke, where he set up exactly the same way and. Same sort of force. Uh, it, but it's in some ways the West Ham way, isn't it? Right? I would have accepted if we'd have been 2 or 3-0 down at half-time. But West Ham way is try and lose in the most cruelest way possible. Play well. I mean, I thought Anatovic for the first half was a handful and they didn't know how to handle him. And he was a bit unlucky not finishing a couple in the first half. Um, then we we go level. I'm thinking we just need to hold on for 10 minutes. So we played, I thought, we, we, we held up their game first half. We, we came back level and, and we played well for 18 minutes and then we just threw it away in the last 10 minutes. And I don't think you can blame just Declan Rice because if we'd lost 2-1, you get, you know, youngster makes a mistake. But you can't say going 2-1 down then made made us concede another two goals we, we did fall a pe- uh, apart and that's not you can't blame the other two on on Declan it's the manner we fell apart in the last 10 minutes so that was a disappointment for me I still didn't like his tactics I didn't I don't think he makes substitutions um uh quick enough uh like you said one of you said Fernandes really wasn't having a very good game but he no one he doesn't seem to see it till to very late um Hernandez came on too late Andy Carroll way too late to have any, you know, real effect. Um, and and I, I'm just getting frustrated the more... I know it was Arsenal away, and maybe this is just a hangover from Stoke away, but I just get more and more frustration. I'm getting this kind of Allardyce <laughs> kind of build-up. Yeah, and yeah, I'm sensing this amongst... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing this among other fans, that we're getting a kind of Allardyce kind of boring, boring, you know... And, and I know he's got a... I think it was the Stoke in... game that pushed him over the edge yeah. with that, I think. You yeah. can't do that at home. That's the problem. You shouldn't be... And against Stoke, you you accept performance. I remember going to West Ham Chelsea years ago with Redknapp. And Redknapp played... Um, I can't remember who he played up front, but he played one bloke up front, which was very unusual for him. And on 75 minutes, he brought Kitson on. We attacked Chelsea, scored, and won the game 1-0. And you sort of accept the defensive way that we played of containment to nick the game at the end when they've sort of run out of steam. But you don't do that. Redknapp never did that at home. But I mean, also, I mean, I, I think Anatovic, I know he's integral and he's been obviously the player of our season or second half of our season. But if you look at the games we've got coming up, I think there's a case really, especially like the next game, City, is to sit him out. Sit him on his yeah. ass. Give him a rest. 
play someone else up there. He's going to play a containment game again. And I'd play Andy Carroll. Yeah. Well, Batter the life out of him. Yeah. Do that. Or, it. But I think Anatovic needs to sit down. I think he needs a, needs a rest, rest his knee or whatever it is he keeps holding and get him up for the Leicester game. Hmm. Hmm. Moyes was winless uh, in 22 matches in all competitions against Arsenal. Well, keep setting up like that. It's going to carry on, isn't he? He's, he's made for West Ham, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Just give you a stat attack. It wouldn't be surprised that they had 68% possession to our 32. They had 20 shots, eight on target. We had 11 and four on target. Um, yeah, as you say, I think the game was fine. It was a last, it was a result that was the, the disappointment and the bittersweet pill at the end. Let's, let's move on to the elephant in the room. Let's move on to David Moyes. As you say, there's been a sort of backlash since Stoke. Let's start with you, Nigel. Some people are saying Moyes out already. Don't offer him a new contract. Um, are, you, are you more forgiving than that? Are you going to join the Moyes out brigade? A few weeks ago, I said I'll wait and see. After the Stoke game, I was a bit like, I think you asked me, I was like, oh, mate. Can't set up with that drudgery. I watched the Arsenal game. I thought, again, it was that's right. I'll go back to let's see the end of the season. But what I will say is, there is a if if you were Billy Chout and if you were vocal Billy Chout, and now you're not happy with David Moyes, it's called tough fucking luck, people. You can't yeah. have your cake and eat it. You yeah. want it, Billy Chout? He's gone. This is what we got. You Billy Chat people should get behind Moyes and support you. Use or are you? Use. 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 I don't use. care. Whoever. Use. You. You lot. Who are you? Let's be having you. Them lot that were Billy Chow and were vocal about it, get behind David Moyes and then let's see at the end of the season what happens. But the way I see it is there, there are managers out there, but are we going to go get them? In reality, are we going to play compensation for a manager? There was a rumour that, uh, and it was a ridiculous rumour, that we were going to swap, uh, do a swapsies with Celtic for Brendan Rodgers with putting Snodgrass the other way. I think it was in the Daily Star, so it must be true. Um, it's not true, but would that interest you, Nigel? Well, if it Brendan was a stupid rumour, you must have put it on Claret and you. <laughs> Yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> yeah, I thought you love a stupid rumour on now. Yeah. Um, Brendan Rodgers is going to be in demand, I think. He's uh, going to be more in demand. Uh, than- yeah, well, he signed yeah. a new four-year contract with um, just last year with uh, Celtic. You know, so. If he can get Celtic into... Celtic doing well in the Champions League is making the group stages, yeah? Which I think they've done. Yeah. We, we know they're going to win the title again probably for the next two or three years before Rangers probably build a build and build. Um, it it depends. I don't know if Brandon Rogers was a Celtic fan before. Does he want to be a legend somewhere or does he want to come back to the Premier League and show what he did with Liverpool until we beat him, funny enough, um, was no flash in the pan. And, and do it. But who's going to give Brendan Rodgers that chance Arsenal. better than us? 
Arsenal, do you think? Mm. Right, yeah. You know, but I mean, it could happen, couldn't it? Mm. You know, he got them second, Liverpool second. He got better resources there. I, mean, I think yeah. they were second with something like 92 points as well. I think like nine out of the previous 10 seasons, they'd have won the league that year. And I know that's no, you know, when you don't win the league, it's, it's, it's no, you know. I think most of, most of his stats with Liverpool sort of stack up against Klopp's not very differently. Yeah. So, you know, I think someone will go in for him. He ain't coming to us. You also got to ask who wants to come and work for us. That's the yeah. other side of it. All, so to ask you the same question, to get back to it, Moyes out, Moyes in, Moyes shake it all about. Where, where do you stand, shake it, John? Shake it all about, mate. I, I, I don't particularly, it wasn't my choice. I thought he's he'd done all right for a while, but he's he is turning. Well, actually, I, don't, I said shake it all about for comedy value, but I don't actually know what that means. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's neither in nor out for me. So, you know, oh, it gives me you gave me an option to get out of it, out of the answer. Shake it all about, yeah. But I, well, I, I'm going to say give him another year, um, even though I'm frustrated. Give him a chance to buy his own players. That's the thing; he's not had one uh, transfer window yet that he's bought anyone, has he? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. that's that's the thing I was talking to Michael today about that. And in Boys' defence, I was saying, how can, you, how can we push him out when he's not even had the chance? I mean, he got sold down the river in January. Absolutely ruined mm. him, didn't they? So, in, in a way, has he done well with the tools that he's inherited and he's not really changed a lot? Well, no and yes, I suppose... Yes, because we were in the bottom three and it was looking drastic, even though I still maintain that Billich probably could have done what Moyes has done and got us out of it. But no, in the way that he hasn't really pushed on, where we could easily have made the top 10 when you look at the league table. Yeah, a bit, right, a bit more I'm going to bring in another thing that obviously has come up in the last week. No director of football. There was never going to be a director of football. Don't know, it's all media speculation. Well, isn't there actual written down proof that it's been stated that they're going to get a, a well yes and no yes there and are no. there are people that have written down Karen Brady's words saying about yes uh, or no yes. you can't have both all right so yes an unauthorized uh, minutes of the sab recorded that Karen Brady said oh, that an, unauthorized there was a, minutes so what hang you're on, saying hang is on, let me finish Wiss's minutes Wizards minutes, yeah. Wizards minutes of the Sab recorded that Karen Brady said they were on the lookout for a director of football, and they have employed an executive search right, team. You were so the official min- did, hang, did hang on, hang on. You were there. The official, hang on. The official minutes of the meeting have no such official recollection. Yeah, but you've seen minutes before. How many bits are missing out? You were there, Sean. Did, did she say it? Yes, she right. did say it. There you go. Then. Thank you. Right. So she's lying. No, it's I'm a just lie saying, again. there are no official minutes, but she did say. Do, do now, they think? The... Did, are they so stupid? Do they think this is going to just all go away again? Well, whether it was an unfortunate turn of phrase, calling the person the director of football instead of a head of recruitment, or maybe Karen Brady doesn't even know the difference. It's interesting that people said, and it was Ken Dyer that originally used the word director of football, whether... David Moyes would ever agree to work with a director of football because he's never worked with a director of football and he likes to be hands-on. But no, no one really cares. All everybody wants is David Sullivan not Sullivan to be in out. charge with the, the, of the transfers. How they, how they do it, whichever way, as long as Sullivan goes and buggers off. 
Yeah. No one cares. Yeah, agreed. Same as Brady. Brady should just piss off. And I, I, like, what is wrong with these people? Do they genuinely think if we manage to stay up by finish like the last position before bottom, that everyone's going to think, oh, that was all right. Let's go again next season. Have you not been watching Give It a Year on ITV? I was just going to say, perhaps we'll find out in a year's time that this has just been part of a TV programme. You couldn't make it up, could you? You just couldn't make it up. They'll, They'll forget about the process. Give it a year. Do they honestly I mean, think? I, 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 I watched it and it was all about um, a bloke who was trying to sell a £1,000 mug that heated its own tea up. And she said to the person, you're deluded. You're absolutely deluded. A £1,000 mug that heated the tea up. Yeah. You could make stuff out of that, by the way. Yeah, you 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 could edit that video from that. So what you're telling me is that. go and have a look at it and I'll find something funny. Oh, yeah, and she talks about how she saved, she's at the London Stadium, how she turned around a bankrupt football club and sold it for 80 million. Obviously, talking about Birmingham, but actually she was saying it while standing in the London Stadium. Yeah, I just, I just, it all beggars belief and it's all going to come back and bite them on the arse again. Let's talk about Declan Rice, okay? Declan Rice, obviously we've talked about he made a mistake and he learned from it. But there's been more criticism that David Moyes criticised him in the post-match and threw him under the bus. Start with you, Nigel. If Fair or unfair to mention Declan Rice by name? No, I, I think it's fair. At the end of the day, Declan, you ain't throwing him under the bus. When you're standing there and you go, that's wrong, you're going to go, well, Declan shouldn't have ducked, should he? At the end of the day, it is Declan Rice's mistake. Throwing him under the bus is dropping him for the next game and saying, you you know, you ain't playing again this season. That's throwing him under the bus. Look at Declan's reaction. He knew he'd made a mistake. That's what you want to see. You could see it in him. His head didn't drop, no, I did that's, it. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, even though he's 19, I think he will go out there and, and probably put in another man in a match performance against Man City. It's going to be tough for him against Man City, we know. But for me, he's one of the first names on the team sheet now. But I don't blame Moyes. Yeah, I don't blame Moyes for going, if he's standing there and he's the bloke that's made a mistake, just because he's 19 years of age, if it was 35-year-old you know, uh, James Collins that had made the mistake, he would say, well, James Collins made the mistake. But in the other side of that, he hasn't said a lot about the mistakes that Joe Hart have made, has he? Well, we're moving on to Joe Hart in a minute. John, quickly, was he right or not? To, well, whether you call it throwing under the bus he, or, or... He could. Uh, he didn't. doesn't need to avoid the question. So, yeah, the lad's made a mistake, and but he's this, he's that, he could have done better. I think the way he said it wasn't... He sort of said yeah. it and then I, he, he elaborated to like the whole team's head dropped, didn't he? And, you know, yeah, just, well, I wouldn't have said that. I said, look, the scoreline, I would have said the scoreline was 4-1. The whole team played their part. Declan's made a mistake. two more goals. But yeah. big enough, young enough on old, with old yeah. show and all this. He could have done, but he didn't. And But, you know, it, like I say, Joe Hart has done two or three blatant clangers that have cost us games and points. Yeah, well, that's a good segment into the next question. So, Joe Hart, he seems to have a big fan in uh, in David Moyes. 
David Moyes apparently wants him permanently. The board are not so sure that he's worth the basic of £125,000 a week. Uh, could be the first showdown between Moyes and the board. Um, do you think he should just have a, a budget and be allowed to get on with it if that includes paying that money for Joe Hart? Or do you think there should be some debate? John, let's start with you first on, on Joe. I, I mean, I personally wouldn't sign him. I think, you know, he's he is quite prone. I mean, we had, the, the trouble is that we're all singing his praises against Chelsea the other day. You know, it's, and he is, he's, there's a good keeper in there somewhere. But you, when you sort of think he's turned a corner, he goes and does what he did against Stoke. So, I, I mean, I'd, I'd probably just, I don't think I'd sign him. I would, I'd look to replace the keepers, which means both keepers, doesn't it, really? Because Adrian's going. Yeah, Adrian seems to be going, and um, he, he, I'm not sure he's that happy. But uh, well, that brings into question the whole thing about the budget we're going to spend, because they, they're in need of a major overhaul over yeah. everywhere. Have they got the money yeah. to do it, or do they just stick with him because he's a free transfer and you could probably get him down to 100 grand a week? I don't know. Well, maybe. Um, Nigel? Well, if we believe that uh, Sullivan should back off and leave it to the manager, or, uh, yeah. then I believe you say to the manager, this is the amount of money you've got. Go out and, and get the players you think that fit that budget. And, I, and I'm a great believer in that because at the end of the day, it's the manager that gets sacked, not the players, not the owners. So, you- But that's got to be wages... Yeah, agent fees that's, that's and what I'm transfers. Saying. So, you can't just make it one no, no, thing. No, no, no. I understand fees. that. But you give him the, the hundred million and say, right, go out and because that's how much I think they should be putting down. Bearing in mind all the money that they've collected recently, and another lot of Premier League money will be coming by in June, July. So yeah. give him the hundred million and let him get on with it. And he has yeah. to stick to that budget. And if he can horse trade players out. You know the problem you get is is that I hear Joe Mario might be available now for twenty four million. Joe Art's available. If we sign them two, we've spent money and not improved the squad yet. Yeah. Now that's a thing to think about. Personally, yeah, I would rather see if we can tie a deal up for a Jack Butland or um, perhaps one of the, the two Burnley keepers. That, that, that they've got two top-quality keepers at Burnley, and one of them might fancy first-team football. But I actually think Joe Hart showed against Arsenal some top-draw saves. He has got it in him. I think a bit of... He has, and he made some good saves against Arsenal. Yeah, that's what I'm way. saying. I, and I actually really think... I think he's a better keeper than Adrian. Adrian's loved because yeah. he, he, he embraces the culture of the club. That's why Adrian's loved. He ain't as good as Joe Hart as a keeper, yeah. in my opinion. So I would, it wouldn't bother me having Joe Hart as a number one. I mean, he's an England keeper. Yeah. He's won the league title. Yeah. Or as they were singing Stoke people, England's number four. Right. Uh, last thing to say, and it will upset John, no such thing as a free transfer. Obviously, when you get a free transfer, the agents get hundreds of thousands of pounds and, and the person himself usually gets a, a seven-figure signing-on fee. So there's no such thing as a, as a free transfer. That's immunity. pissed me right off. <laughs> Thought it might. Anyway, not on the running order, but just to, to, to mention, I don't know if you remember last year that we ran 
uh, a number of websites, including West Ham Till I Die, Claret and Hue, uh, in association with Wissa, Hammers Chat, uh, X ran it as well. It was a London Stadium survey, uh, which asked 20 questions. Well, it's, it's that time of year again, and I've just helped to um, put the same questions up. It's going to go up in the next 24 hours, and we're going to find out how people feel about the, the London Stadium um, another year on. If you remember, it wasn't too complimentary 12 months ago. Six and a half thousand taking part. We put a link on the Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash more than just the same questions. Um, same questions, Perhaps yeah. I mean, I, last I've year's sl- results again, so we can all have a butcher's. Yeah, well, I've done a, I've done a link to that as well. It'll be on West Ham till I die, and and Clarence Hugh tomorrow. Uh, there will be a link to the last question, so you can you can see between the two. Oh, but that's coming group. soon, and it will be on the Facebook group. Yeah, so and it'll probably be on Wix's website a week late. On on which ones? The Whistle website a week late. Oh uh, well, I've I've <laughs> just spoken to Mark. Uh, actually, oh, right. today, uh, and he's got to talk to the committee. Uh, so once he's talked to the committee, whether it's going to be sent out to all members, but I've asked be. it to be emailed out to all members. So it was done like that in my day. Just get in, fucking send it out. Oh, send it yeah, out. I've, I've, asked, I've asked him to talk to the committee. Anyway, uh, we've had a little update on the West Ham Supporters Club update. Can I just ask you, have you received the email, uh, John? Yeah. Did I? Oh, oh, I don't have. know if I received it or did you send it to me? Well, I, I did send it out as well. Nigel, did you receive uh, it? I did, and I sent them a lovely reply, which they I did send. reply to. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to explain what the email... It's, it's flabbergasting. Now, we're all members of the West Ham Supporters uh, Club, or we thought we were. Well, I think <laughs> I day we received it last week. Yeah, go on. Um, well, are you? Yeah, because actually I did sign up, and I believe I paid cash. Uh, uh, at the castle at uh, Castle Street, I don't think you did. No, I did because I signed up before you. I know you did. So I paid cash. But I don't. I don't know if you paid with cash. Oh, I did. I know I did. I can did. you prove I, it? Well, what do you mean? Can I prove it? Of course I can't. I paid cash. That's the idea of paying cash. It's so let me let me just say, and I'll let you then talk about your email. So the executive committee. Uh, which consists, my understanding is, is a chap called Brian, his wife, I can't, don't know her name, Jill maybe, uh, a chap who's who's the um, secretary Hi. called Pat, and uh, and and Paul. Uh, that executive committee have met. They've sacked the treasurer, and they've sacked no, no, other no. people. Have left. They think they've sacked the they, they believe they've sacked the uh, Secretary, Debbie. Anyway, they've met, and because this Rule 32, which hopes to dissolve the club, the, any any members over eight years were hoping to use Rule 32 to dissolve the club and share the proceeds of two flats and maybe some ridges, residual in the, the lease in Castle Street. Um, and they were going to have a special general meeting a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Which they were completely outnumbered. We'd done a vote of no confidence. We'd we'd, we'd raised an army of people. There's nine hundred and twenty members before this weekend. So what's what's the way, right? De- democratic way to get your own way. Well, you just you just make sure that eighty six percent of the membership are suddenly invalid overnight. And they wrote to myself and John and said, "Dear member or former member, it should have been." Uh, if you paid by PayPal, I've got the email here. or online, read it out. Yeah, um, you're no longer a member now. Both myself and John joined uh, the West Ham Supporters Club before Stour Place was even formed, while Castle Street was still open. But we paid online, and according to the letter which Nigel was about to read out, we're no longer members. Even though I've got a membership card saying. West Ham United Supporters Club. The PayPal I paid to was West Ham United Supporters Club. I've even got a little booklet with West Ham United. I, the only uh, reason I joined it, like you say, Stowell didn't even exist then. The only reason I joined yeah. it is because it was going tits up. So yeah. I just thought I'd do my little bit by putting a little... I didn't think I was going to get anything back. I didn't, I didn't expect you're not a Stowell now, to be there. You paid by PayPal. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, uh, Nigel, give us the... The full email. Dear Sir, Madam, for you, Sean, as previously advised, there has been issues regarding membership of the West Ham United Supporters Club, Castle Street, London E61PP. I don't remember being advised that there had been issues, even though we did know. Following legal advice received from the WHUSC solicitor, which I... And other factors taken into consideration, the West Ham United Supporters Club committee took a vote and made the decision only people who joined at the Castle Street Clubhouse are full WHUSC members. Well, that, that's me then. In, in bold, if you paid for membership physically at the Castle Street premises via cash or cheque before the 30th of June 2017, which may not be me, you were classed as a full member of the West Ham United Supporters Club. Now, here's a funny thing. I'll say this. They actually shut membership. So when West Ham moved um, to Stratford uh, in 2016, the, the club actually closed the membership book and didn't reopen it again. I remember. Decided because I joined as soon as they reopened. 
I'd join because I tried to join once before and they refused to take me money saying there's no memberships going on while they were trying to sort out what was going on. If you paid a fee online, back to the email, sorry, if you paid a fee online via PayPal card reader or attended Stower Space Batch Day Bar and paid via PayPal cash check, you are not recognised with a Z. Fick idiot. As a full member of the West Ham United Supporters Club, your fee covered all home match day use of Star Space exclusive. Now, the anonymity there is, they're saying that your money paid for Star Space when Star Space hadn't even been thought of or looked at when you joined. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it's ridiculous. And they're making it up as they go along. It's, it's a sign of a dictatorship uh, and, and a balmy. Well, unfit committee they, they probably don't listen but what i'd say to you is if you're a west ham fan you you do not deserve to call yourself a west ham fan now people on the committee and i know one of you is a spurs fan now you know sean yeah. i was against using dirty tactics to beat these people i yeah. was always advocating yeah. no let's just do it properly but these people now have pushed my limits but my boundary we know so much about yeah we know so much about alleged benefit fraud. Yeah. we know so much about alleged charity money going missing we know about committee members serving past bans for misconduct we know uh, well, well look, there, there's so much alleged and and evidence <laughs> it's just yeah. unbelievable. You wouldn't believe it if the ama- the evidence has been amassed by some of the people trying to keep the supporters club it's alive. A strange thing. You wouldn't According believe it. According to the articles association or, or, or whatever of the club, the, the membership I think is supposed to run January to January. Yeah, and all, all fees should be paid by February. But when I was a member in the past, even though I've never been an eight year contender, sometimes I used to pay at the end of a season. And it would run season to season. Now, technically, yeah. by the rules, my membership then failed in the February. And this is the thing. What yeah. now needs to happen is if they're going to play that game, let's go through the whole membership records and let's see if everyone renewed according to the rules. Because I reckon... But they don't care. Whatever you throw right. at them, we've tried well, this. Do, their rules, do you know their what game. I think? And I'll I, I tell you, the, the, the meeting, they're planning an SGM uh, uh, the 20th of May, 12pm in the bowling pub. And I'll say every mm. member now has to attend. Let them stop us from going in. Let them stop. Yeah. They will need... Refusal. I mean, they say it. Refu- yeah. Are they going to get security? But, a refu- they're going to have thing. to have an army of bouncers. They're going to have to have the old build down mm. because it's going yeah. to be like that. They are not stopping us. I just, I just want to put a disclaimer. More than just a podcast is, is, is not advocating. No, I'm violence. not advocating violence. Um, I'm like... saying turn up there and use our democratic. Right, the committee is supposed to represent the members. They are representing themselves and their little drinking club, and they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, we're coming yeah. from now. And we do know, by the way, we've also been fed information that East Ham Working Men's Club asked to desperately work with the West Ham Supporters Club to combine and work together because East Working Men's Club yeah. going to um, close for um, some refurbishment, yeah. and they've just ignored it. They've just... Anyway, what you can do, if you want to do something about this, there's a website called Save Our Supporters Club, and it's um, it's 
SOSC2018.com. SOSC2018.com. Well, what's that going to do? There you go. Really? There. What's that going to do? Well, you can, you can, they've got over 200 members. They've got their own committee that basically is fighting to keep the, yeah, the name of the club alive. They're not doing what they, they, if they've got, oh, well, they've got, I, I, we, we, they've got a number of plans in action. We can't go into them on air, right? Because some of them are, are, are very um, complicated. But um, yes. There is, um, there are plans afoot. Right. Okay. I don't know hardly anything about any of this you lot to be talking about. So that was interesting stuff. Should we move on? Yeah, it's time for this. Yes, it's Facebook Twitter question time. Has anyone got Facebook open at the moment? I'm not on Facebook. Oh, I, I'm that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've gone up and do it. Facebook, more than just a podcast. Here we go. Posted by Sean Whitson. Oh, fuck it. Here we go. Oh, you don't Sorry. have swear a lot these days, Nigel. I think swear normally. It's just normally I try to contain myself. <laughs> when I'm, I'm on here, where's it gone? Have you got Twitter, hold Sean? Up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, people. You can do Twitter while he does. Fill in, fill in. Oh, here up? we go, bang. Got it. Right, here we go. Right. We are planning an impromptu podcast this evening at seven after a miraculous recovery from Sean. That's because he's all empty now and there's nothing left to come out. We plan to discuss the oh, Arsenal yeah. game. David Moyes and David and Declan Rice. Send in your questions, rants, and statements. Blah, blah, blah. All right, here we go. 14 comments. This is good. This will be, let's have a look. So, Matty, W-H-U-A, you. Moyes is just like the board, pushing the blame onto young Declan publicly and never heard him sing his praises, quick to blame others. As for tactics, why the hell were our best three players sitting down on the bench until we're 3-1 down? Well, I don't think they were, actually. But uh, Arsenal was there for the taking. He's right. And bringing Carol Hernandez at half-time would have changed the game, which has been proven. Sorry, but staying up or not, he's definitely not the one to take you forward. But praise him for getting the lads fit with the backroom staff. But tactically, he's useless. Don't get me started on heart. Rant over. Paul Seaman. Hi, hi. Part of Moyes' team selection is reflective of the squad depth or lack of it we have. Loads of attackers, but shockingly thin in defence and midfield. Need a bit of spunk, I think, Paul, we need in, in there. Uh, Billy Hardy. All right, Bill. Can any of you name a footballer with a worse first touch than Chiarty? Uh, well, you have, Bill, to be fair. And who plays more negative football, Moyes or Big Sam? I think Big Sam does. The only positive is Moyes seems to be doing a good job of self-destructing. Same negative lineup and tactics every week, no matter who we are playing. And then the slamming of rice. Okay. Ricky Burns. 
the board clearly are not listening to most of the fans when it comes to not wanting David Moyes. What do you think the best way to get their attention to make our point clear to them? Stand in front of them during the game seems to work, actually. Uh, they prob- no, they probably can't do that. They've got um, barriers now. Uh, yeah. Christopher Dineen. Yeah. I hope Moyes don't stay on. He's so negative. Gunners were there for the taking. How can you have Arnie up top on his own and Lanzini, Chich and Carroll on the bench? Thanks for what you've done, Moyes, but now you can fuck off. Rant over. Come on, you arms. Thanks for that, Chris. John Boreham. Moyes lining up the same starting eleven for the Arsenal match as he did for Stoke shows how much of a terrible manager he is. And his comments about Rice were unforgivable. Do you know, I seem rather out of touch with West Ham fans than I. Uh, right, Ed Hughes. Would you rather, A, another season of Moyes, or B, another season of Allardyce? Right, quick lads, answer. Moyes. Little Hampton? Sure. Another season of Moyes or another season of Allardyce? Right, another season of Moyes. Yeah, another season of Moyes. Uh, Ed carries on. At least with Big Sam, you had some faith that although it would bore you to tears, sensible decisions about team selection would be made and we had a good chance of points. It's going well for Big Sam at Everton. Did you see the banner last night? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can't wait for that. You know, forget the bowling when we only had 30,000 booing him. Imagine when we got us and the Everton fans in the last game of the season. What, when he puts us down? Well, yes. Yeah. yeah. We ain't looked at that, actually. There's still a chance we could go I down. Know. I know. Uh, Douglas Woodhurst. I read that Rice and Lanzini will be offered new deals. Any confirmation on that also is Ginge getting a year extension? Yes, yes, no. Right. Uh, well, perhaps we'll give him an away season ticket so he can sit with the fans every game. Yeah, that was good that he uh, he uh, took his son to... Uh, I think he's he might be offered a pay-as-you-play, which I don't think he would take, but he wants to stay in London... Uh, and he won't get a year contract, no, not on his current wages. Um, but uh, Rice is getting a thousand percent rise, and they're looking to tie up a new deal with Lanzini. It's been promised for some time. So, um, but Lanzini keeps saying he's not tonight. signing, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. Not at all. Know. I don't know where you read that. False. It's, it's actually West Ham haven't keep on promising, but haven't actually put a, a figure in front of him yet. He's he's not one of the highest pay, and this is you know disgruntled. He's he's on like forty. I mean, if if Rice is on two and a half grand, he's on like forty, and feels he should be on about eighty. Um, so yeah, fair enough. Oh, okay, right. Douglas carried on to say, Carroll to start against City in a four-five-one would give us more protection at the back. I think going to be four-five-one. Right. Okay. Four. With Carroll up front. Carroll yeah. up front. Yeah. Going to be tough to stop free scoring City, though. I, I agree with yep. you. Yeah, actually. Nothing. Yeah. Adrian in goal. Well, Joe Hart can't play. Yeah. No. Uh, Nick Harvey. If only our players could recover as quickly as Sean. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, for once in his life, Sean is not full of shit, can I just say. Um, hey, hey, hang on, hang on. That deserves a. Uh... <laughs> yes. 
Nick carried on to say, Arsenal was another example why Moyes shouldn't continue next season. Too negative from the outset against a rather average Arsenal side. Throwing Rice under the bus was just wrong when he's not called out the senior pros when they've made mistakes. Which is which is right. Moyes should do that. Sullivan now says, no DOF. What a surprise. Who really trusts Moyes to rebuild the squad as that's what's needed? Or the ball to stump up the cash? A DOF is needed to provide the long-term strategy the board and Moyes can't provide. I mean, I disagree there, but we'll carry on. And finally, whether we stay up or not, the board have to be held to account for their failure to deliver against expectations they set, else the club will not move forwards on or off the pitch. So, looking at Twitter... Hold up, mate. I've um, still got one, two, three, four, Oh, you said finally. Why, why did you say finally? Because that was... Uh, Nick finally finishing his post. All oh, right, okay. Oh, Sorry, when I when you hear the word, we've got some regulars here. Lewis Aaron Trout's on. Uh, go on. Question then. for you: If it meant if it meant Moy's not staying on, would you accept relegation? No way. Not for that. I don't, relegation don't bother me, but I wouldn't accept relegation just to get rid of Moy's. I mean, it's not like it's fat Sam because I would have done. But I mean, John. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't accept it, Moy's. Moyes doesn't get under my skin enough yet yeah. to accept that. Yeah. Give it a year. Mike Hutchins, obviously Sean's not been treated by the West Ham medical team or he would have missed the podcast till the end of the season. <laughs> Richard Dodds. Where should we go now with the protests? It feels right now that the board have got their way. What would a protest look like for us? I don't know. I was thinking that myself. How does because it, it, it's the feeling hasn't gone away. It's just I thought there's another protest coming up at City. I'm, I don't know what it is though. I don't know who's running it. What it is. What it aims to do. It's it's a mystery it's to be, me. It's got to be there for the last game of the season. At the end of the game, something somewhere has got to be. Well, Wister are saying they will do something, for what? but they're gonna for for but they don't know yet, and they're gonna poll their members for Everton. Then another group of Facebook groups supported by the Real West Ham fans, but not organised by Real Real West Ham fans, say they're gonna do something for Man City. But I don't know. It 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 just has that old feel of people's front of Judea at the moment, and I'm really, well, look, you know, we've been there, done that, and I'm really not sure what any protest. Well, nothing nothing can top what do. happened at Burnley. No, that exactly. Pioneers and really caught everyone, but they've done enough stuff now to stop that from ever happening again. So what? But part of what happened from Burnley was the fallout from what happened before that. We had uh, one chance and we fucked it. Yeah. And that's my opinion. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so they have got I'd their like own to way see off. something against Everton after the game, after we've told Sam where to and go. Then, and then there has been statements now by Bill Gardner and, and Andy Swallow, and then Wisser have made statements of trying to repair, um, you know, and saying we all need to work together as, as West Ham fans. Um, whether that will happen is, is another thing. But Well, perhaps but, we need a new body, the United Real Fans of West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, Should we, we need another committee. committee. We do like committees. <laughs> As we were saying at the West Ham Supporters Club in Stars Bays, we go, oh, we love a committee. <laughs> anyway. Uh, lastly, Chris White, or oh, not lastly, two more. Uh, Chris <laughs> White, 
Will the board keep Moyes to deflect attention away from them? Now, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I've always maintained the board would never appoint anyone more popular than him. Well, they did. Billich, didn't they? Well, yeah, but he got short, sharp, swift. Yeah, didn't but he? he did. But after you know, two was, seasons, he was yeah, more popular than the board. That's for sure. Especially that bowling season. Yeah. Alex McFarlane finishes it off with says, Glad you could make it. That's all. Thanks, Alex. Glad. Oh, that we can make it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Well, there's only there was only two replies from one person. It's about you, actually. It's uh, our friend uh, Chris, aka Gonzo, from Hammer's Chat, and he says, "I spy a pizza oven," <laughs> which I think is aimed for a picture of you with your microphone in your shed. Well, what yeah, about, we've what about is that true? Pucks. Yeah, there's a pizza oven. Yeah, next to the barbecue. You have a pizza yeah. oven. Call yourself an East End man. From what, Canning what, Town. We eat pizza in the and East you have End. A pizza oven. That's so sorry to have a pizza oven in your garden. That's right. Mate, that's a Tesco's £150 special. It ain't no 5000 or £500. Right, let me just ask. Let's just have a straw poll. John, do you have a pizza oven in your garden? No, I don't. I, and I don't have a pizza oven. Does I... George have a pizza oven in his garden? <laughs> no, he doesn't. No. Do you know anyone who has a pizza oven in the garden, Yeah, John? I do, yeah. He does now. Oh, yeah, Nigel. <laughs> yeah, Nigel. <laughs> Oh, I bet you have little canapes and Camparis and little cocktails. Camparis. What's this, 1999? <laughs> do, do you know the canapes I do? I had a party once and I did Cockney canapes. And basically I bought 30 pies, 30 mash, big bowl of liquor, and I cut them up into small bowls. So you didn't get all the pie. You just had a small bit of the pie, a small bit of mash, small bit of liquor. Oh, there you go. Interesting. Well, we're, we want to invite one down one day. I open the house around your garden. garden your shed. Open shed day with with a pizza oven. Be just yeah. like uh, Chris goes gold. on, and I don't understand this. Something about he 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 spotted it from Tasmania. Can you let us in the joke? Well, yeah. If you look at um... oh, it does say yeah. His tweets are from Tasmania, tweet- Australia. <laughs> he tweeted, even though he lives in Boring, Berkshire, I think. Um, he, he, the tweet said it come from Tasmania. Yeah, he said, well, I'm glad someone noticed. I changed it this morning when I posted the commute to work was awful today, but nothing. Tumbleweed. Yeah, Not I a single it. like or comment. No one trolled me. There you go. Eagle there you eyes go. got it. So that, that's it. There, so, was, um, there was another one, Sean. On, go on, what was it? From Benjamin Harshaw. Moises oh, just a Scottish fan, Sam. Tactically inept and a dinosaur. Get rid of him and tell him to take Brady, Gold and Sullivan with him. Come there on. you go. Well, thanks for that contribution, Johnny. Okay. Um, that's about it. Um, are we all going to Man City on Sunday? No. No, you're not. Actually, you've got you've got something on. In fact, you've got, you've already said you're going to miss the next two games. Uh, and yeah, you've given the- I've got to miss the next two games because of Sky. I'm missing the next two games, and you've got my ticket. Yet. Where are you going yeah, Sunday? So then? Sunday. Where am I going Sunday? I ain't going anywhere Sunday. I'm going on a stag do Saturday. And I don't know what time I'll be back, and I ain't getting up for half one kickoff. At, what do you call it? It's actually a at quarter past stadium. two. Do you think you could make that? Oh, mate, no, he's selling his ticket now. He's selling his ticket now. Date night, date day. I'm going out of a lot of young'uns. Going to make a day of it. Going to go Westfield shopping. Maybe afterwards, pick up, have some tapas after. Go to the casino. Yeah, <laughs> whole day of it. A day out with Stratford. He's got a big stomach to fill now. It's empty. Yeah, 
Anyway, you're going, are you? Uh, I know you're a, you're not going for the rest of the season, but you are going to yes. this Sunday. Yeah? Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going Manchester City. I'm going to the London Stadium to watch West Ham. To watch Man. All right, good, good. Uh, in no bleeds. Right, so let's talk about uh, predictions. Uh, John, let's start with you. 4-0 City. <sighs> Nigel. Yeah, you nicked my scoreline. 5-0 City. I'm a, I, I, I never vote against it, but I, I can't see it. I'm going to go for an optimistic nil-nil where we just put 11 men in, in behind the ball uh, and line up on the goal line and, and stop Sterling and uh, everybody my else. Last, score. My last question. Well, let, let, go, go on, quick. Are we safe? Yeah. No. I, I, no. And I, no. Let me tell you, right? Uh, and we did something on, on Clarence Hugh um, only just uh, either this morning or yesterday. It wasn't a poll. So here, here it is, right? Um, Stoke City, they need, if they lose against Anfield, they need a point, right? A, a minimum of a point against Anfield. If they against lose Anfield. Then against Anfield. 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 Is that a woman? Uh, sorry, at Anfield, oh. Liverpool. Oh, right. If they lose against Liverpool yeah. at Anfield, they're relegated, basically. They're on 29 points with two games left, minus 33 goal difference. They just can't catch us, yeah. right? And and then they, they've got uh, after... So they've got two games left after Liverpool against Palace and Swansea. They need at least a point from from Liverpool. And I just don't see them getting that. Saints play Bournemouth, yeah, which is always a local derby well, for they them. They could win that. And then they've got games against Everton, Swansea and Man City. They need to win two games. A minimum well, of two games. Win. They could right? beat Bournemouth. They haven't... They've only won five games all yeah, season, they've, John. They've, scored really tw- they've, they've picked up, haven't they? They're scoring goals. They could beat Bournemouth. They could draw against Everton. And they could beat Swansea. So that's seven points. So where does that leave us? I, 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 uh, a point I against Everton. That's where it would leave us. Who um, wants that? Who wants to be... But, but hang on, hang on. Let's just go the on. There's games, two please. more. There's two more. Just remember, there's two more. Uh, below us, Swansea, right? They've got home against Chelsea, right? They're on 33 points. They've got home against Chelsea, away against Bournemouth, home against Southampton, home at Stoke. So I can see them getting you don't know where they're going to go. They could do us a favour by beating Stoke and uh, Saints, or or they could lose them all and end up. They could you get, know, they could beat Stoke, who are already agreeing that they're down, and they could get another win yeah. somewhere in there. And, all right, but then let's look at Huddersfield. Thirty-five points at the moment, thirty-four games. They've got to play Everton, Man City, Chelsea, and Arsenal. And people are forgetting Huddersfield. We're above. So Huddersfield. If they get one point in their next game. They go above us. That is true right, when I'm they play the, Everton. So, that, so it's all to play for. Look, mathematically, I just think when you when you look at that in context, the chances of us going down are minute. Oh, so where's, where's our next minute. point coming from, Sean? They're not just, minute. Where's our next point coming from? I think we were unlucky not to get a point against Arsenal. I think we could get... But a, we were lucky to get a point against Stoke. I think uh, Leicester away, Everton, and possibly Man United at home. I, I'm, I think Man City. Okay, that's a new one. So you predict we'll get another two points, three points, do you? I predict we'll get another 
point or two. Yeah. So I can't see us getting any points. Well, even if we do, I, I predict if we, even we don't get another point, we're survived by the skin of our teeth. I, I think it will be on the last game against Everton. I don't think we'll get a point until Everton. Jesus, squeaky and, bum time. But I, yeah, I think I, I, by I, then, I, I predict then if that happens, then the fate of either Stoke, Huddersfield or um, Southampton will be sealed by then. I don't think it will go down to the last game. Stoke and Swansea are playing the last game, aren't they? Yeah, but if if you if you just remember what I said, Stoke are almost if if they don't win, right, they're down, right? I think Stoke are down. I actually think Stoke are down because of the goal difference. They're the one team with with a worse uh, defense than us. The only team with a worse defense than us. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we we shall see. We shall see. Uh, Southampton only need to win two games and they go above us. And their next two games are Bournemouth and. Who was it? Stoke uh, or Swansea after that? Bournemouth, yeah, Swansea, Swansea or Bournemouth, yeah. Everton. So they yeah. win them two games, they go above us. And what, how crap is it that the last game's on a Sunday as well? Yeah, well, that's always the case. Anyway, we're going to have to wrap it up there. I thought this would be an half an hour. It's already up to 59 minutes and we always try and keep them under an hour. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call an end to the proceedings. I say it's goodbye from Nigel. Bye. Goodbye from John. Goodbye. Apologies from uh, George. We didn't explain why he's not here, uh, but he's having a beauty treatment. He's having Botox put in his lips this week. And it's goodbye from me, Sean. Goodbye. Come on, you irons. More more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market 